Welcome to City Talk with Sabrina Bengo and Liz Hartman. And hello, Newburgh. Hello, 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 hello. Friday once again. Happy Friday. It is time for City Talk. What will we do on Fridays without City Talk? How exciting. I mean, how cool is this? Loving it. Um, I have to tell the people something really okay. quick. So for the past four weeks, Sabrina has come in here truly looking adorable <laughs> every single week. And this week she has a raincoat that has like a leopard oh, inside yeah. and it's fashion it's coordinated style. with her. Just I love this. I'm just styling. What can you I really say? have been lately, like off the charts. Hey, we got some rain outside. It's a rainy day. But the good news it's going to bring cooler temperatures. Oh, I'm ready for so some cooler I, I think we all are ready for some cooler temperature. The heat, it's been a little stifling, um, which is not my style. And so um, I'm going to yeah, I like to be able to breathe. You know, well, it's just, I don't know. I just had enough of the heat and humidity. I don't want it to be cold yet, but I don't want it to be stifling hot. So Same. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. So um, we've got an absolutely fabulous show today. And you, you want to stick by us and um, share this with your friends so you can hear it. Of course, it will be rebroadcast in case you meet, uh, miss any of it tonight at 6 p.m. on 96.3. Thank you, Henry Hinton. Um, and we've got lots to talk about. Um, but I will say that on I had my um, last quote unquote business meeting with the Board of Aldermen yes. Tuesday night, went through pretty quickly. It was uh, relatively easy. We had a few issues and got, got some work done and that the transition to the new board will happen on Monday night. So everybody join us six o'clock City Hall. Yes. Um, I, I know that Air Queen and Newburn Live will be covering it and um, we will all have some parting words and I will be there to express my gratitude to everybody who has worked with me over the years and as we move forward as a city, as a board, and doing great things for our community. Um, but doesn't mean that the world is gonna end. Let me tell you, I'm already rocking. I just feel like you're <laughs> gonna be there even more now. Yeah, I'm already rocking. So this morning, um, and, and everybody who's listening right now, um, stay with us because at 8.30, uh, Trent Woods Mayor Chuck Tyson is going to join us, and we are gonna have a discussion about the news we heard this week about the um, Craven County Commissioners, in their infinite wisdom, decided to remove the name Newburn from the convention center. Um, and we'll discuss that. We'll give you all the details. Um, and there was one dissenting vote against that to say it was a dumb thing to do, and that was Commissioner Denny Booker. But we will talk to Chuck Tyson, who was involved in uh, a commissioner at the time when the convention center was built. Um, and led the charge for the county commissioners and ended up, um, you know, working very hard on the name and everything else about the convention center. So we will talk to him at 8.30. But for all of you that are joining us right now, we have an excellent, of course, because I'm involved, we have an excellent guest this morning um, to talk about an organization that was brought to my attention a few weeks ago by, by one of our dear downtowners, Laura Lott. We do, and I can never pronounce her last name, Schaffenhauser. I think that's how you pronounce it. But um, she talked to me and she said, you know, Sabrina, there's this national organization and we're trying to get it started here in this community. And it's called Braver Angels. And she said, it's about conservatives and liberals coming together and talking about 
issues and finding resolution or finding the middle ground of, of learning how to talk to one another. So I said, you know, tell me more. I want to learn more about it. And um, she introduced me to our next guest, and uh, he is the person heading this up. So I'm really excited to welcome Steve Skiffington. Is that? That's it. Steve Skiffington, who is, what is the title? Are you the coordinator? I don't even have a title. I'm giving myself regional. Director. Regional director. No, how about about regional facilitator? Okay, that sounds good. Of Braver Angels. So welcome to City Talk. Thank you. Good morning. (laughs) I appreciate being asked here. I want the way I want to approach this. I want to give you just like a four or five sentence overview of what we do, and then I want to step back a little bit and explain why we came to be. Okay. And then I'll get into the weeds a little bit, but I don't want to go too far into the weeds because you good folks out there may have not had all your coffee yet, and your eyes are all over <laughs> your head. We don't want that. So, Braver Angels is an organization. And we're dedicated, really dedicated, to uniting red and blue Americans in a working alliance to depolarize America. As individuals, we try to understand each other's point of view, even if we don't agree with it, but we need to understand it. In our communities, we engage those we disagree with. We do not avoid them. And we're looking for common ground and ways that we can work together, because Lord knows we need to. In politics, we support principles that bring us together rather than focus on ones that divide us. So the background of that is we're all aware that this country uh, is in a pretty slippery, dangerous place right now. Uh, The level of anger, uh, personal animosity uh, has reached um, historic highs. Uh, It's not safe for anyone to speak their mind anymore, no matter what they call themselves. Um, We've been told that we're more divided than we actually are. We've been told that civility is a sign of weakness. We've been told that compromise is a sign of corruption. We've been told that those in the other party are evil, ignorant, or perhaps both. We've been told that common ground does not exist. We've been instructed by example that name-calling is preferable to reason-giving. We've been instructed by example that the rancor and vitriol that is needed for political success, and we don't agree with any of that. They're not consistent with who we aspire to be, and we love this country too much to practice or tolerate it any longer. We're in an era which have dominated this era that has become so poisonous must end. We invite all Americans, including those who, like many of us, and I will confess to that, have in the past participated in polarization to join us in creating a new movement in our history. So welcome to Braver Angels. Um, so, so let me just, so we can get a little conversation going. Yeah. Please. Um, so Braver Angels is a national organization that yes. you knew about found out about, decided this would be great for Newber, and I will tell you that, you know, just finishing a campaign, even though it was a nonpartisan, so we didn't run as Republicans or Democrats or Reds or Blues, we ran as individuals, it didn't matter. It did not matter. It was still um, quite, you know, hard to to go through. Painful. It it was painful. It was really painful and hurtful because the things that people said, you know, it was just unnecessary and, 
nobody wants to talk about the issues anymore. They want to talk about the personalities, and that's right. that's what I, I why I was so interested. Right. So uh, you've brought you're going to bring this organization to New Bern. We want to get it up and going, and and basically it's going to be an equal number of reds and blues, so liberals and conservatives. Correct. Engaging in a workshop, I think, I believe you told me. And it looks like there's lots of things. There's debates, there's one-on-one conversations. Very cool. Yeah. So, I, you know, I decided for all you out there that I am getting involved in this. I'm mm -hmm. going to tell you right now, I'm going to lead the group on the conservative side. Right. I am a fiscal conservative. I'm a social conservative in most cases. Um, but I'm always willing to listen. I'm always willing to try to understand the other side and say, okay, still love you, but I disagree with you. You know, it, my faith tells me to love the sinner and hate the sin. You know, mm. I mean, you can, you can, but but it doesn't mean that you you take it to that step. And, and so I, that's what I'm I'm okay with. I'm <laughs> on your website right now, and I was gonna say something, but I see it's already on the website, and I'm very excited. There is a recommended reading list for anybody interested in this organization, and on the reading list in the Braver Angels, Angels Library is Why We're Polarized by Ezra Klein. And I recommend anyone who is of any belief set in America read this book. It was one of the most eye-opening explanations of how we got to this like visceral hatred with one another rather than negotiating. So absolutely check out this library. This is wonderful. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. You know, it, by you bringing that up, there is a point in any organization where we have to study ourselves first. We all go into history, books like that. Yeah. You know, but there are also a point that, okay, we know our history, we know ourselves, but let's start moving outside of ourselves. And that's what we're about. Yeah. Uh, we have several, actually six defined programs. But the one that brought me into the organization, the one that I'm most excited about, is called the Red and Blue Workshop. And that we're going to have our enrolls in October. We haven't right. set the exact date yet, but it's coming. Uh, and in that, we invite anywhere from five to seven reds and five to seven blues. We have to be balanced. Okay. And they engage. Uh, we bring in moderators who bring this group through a day of constructive listening first. Okay. and then discuss it with each other. How are the moderators chosen? They are chosen by their skills to work with people. And uh, it's one thing to herd cats, it's another thing to, okay, we know that. So when someone is invited, there are some ground rules that okay. they must agree to. And the basically is, you know, no screaming and yelling, no name calling, speak for yourself, don't speak for a group or any other person, just common things like that. They must agree to that. Very uncommon things though, not common anymore. Ridge, repeat that please. I, you were saying common things to not name call, we're getting, but that's almost uncommon now. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Fortunately, I'm glad you guys are putting those ground rules there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. you got to have that. I don't, and, I don't play. <laughs> right. I first experienced one. Uh, so we have this group of people, and it's day long, and uh, we also have sitting around them in an outer circle observers. And they are not allowed to speak. They, they can't 
give hoop calls or facial, anything like that. Yeah, they're there, they're, they are there to learn more about the process. And our hope as an organization is that someday they may decide to take part in what we do. But what we have found is people get beyond the name calling and the angry language and explain, this is what's on my heart and this is why. Uh, uh, the sessions are highly structured as to language, how we speak to people, the moderators, because we are all aware that there are triggers and catchphrases that can be offensive. One of them, my classic old time hate, is let me educate you. That is so demeaning. It's not only insulting, it shuts down that person immediately and you're never gonna get beyond that. It, it's that. So we're excited about the workshops. Uh, actually, my, the idea we think is simple. You just, you blew me, not that I would use that. That's my favorite phrase when I'm debating an what is, issue. What is? But before the alderman. Well, now let you me, can't say it anymore. Me, let me educate oh. you on the facts because the facts of me debating Today, we're going to talk about the Convention Center, and, and I believe that our commissioners need to be educated on the facts of how it was started and all of that. So, so um, Steve, what you would know? you prefer Sabrina say? As far as let me educate you, let me tell you why I stand on that. Ooh. This is good discussion. Or <laughs> let, let me tell you how I came to think the way I think. Make okay. it about. Not even let me tell you. Let me sh may, I, may I share with you why I think like this? I love this, where it's becoming personal, sort of, it's about our individual opinion rather than a collective. Yeah, I like uh, that. Everything is relationship. There's nothing new about that. You know, and everything is stories. Every culture has your stories. That, that's how we learn things. That's, that's how we communicate. You know, and, and I personally am tired of people looking at politics and saying that's a dirty thing. I grew, I'm, I'm old, okay? <laughs> I went to grammar school oh, right in, behind you. in the oh. 1950s. But, but, you know, it's how we get things done. When we stopped being hunters and gatherers and came into this thing that they called cities, well, how are we going to do this and how does that work? And, and that's politics. That that's, that's just how we function. And what's wrong is that it has become acceptable to treat each other as less than right. uh, and uh, that's just no longer good for us anymore so this whole concept of what better angels is dedicated to to me at least is fairly simple you know i mean i it's 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 the old golden rule and i believe in civility but not as a mask to hide something uh, we need to understand people's pain, what bothers me. That does not mean that you get into the pain pit with them, and I don't want to get too far away from what we do, but it means that you have some inkling of what they're talking about and why. Of empathy. Yeah. yeah I, empathy. Thank you for the word. I, no, I, 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 I I'm hearing everything you say, and you know this is gonna. This is why I want to be involved because I I want to understand and find out how to be better at some of the things that I need to do. And a lot of the time is, I have to, or I'm in a position to argue, debate, whatever you want to call. It. So debate a topic, a point, mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And, you know, again, while you still have empathy and you don't want to, um, you don't want to attack somebody, you need to be very strong in your facts. And I know that because I've been on the front lines. And if you don't strongly state your facts, and I, I learned a long time ago that you can't debate somebody and you can't discuss a topic if you aren't if you don't have the facts because when you start discussing it from a personal opinion you lose every time but it once you have the facts you always you can win or you can succeed in your um your debate your argument so i'm very curious understanding it about the whole civility thing you still have to be strong in the facts and that's what i want to learn how to be strong in the facts with somebody whose opinion, you know, is this, are we debating opinions or are we debating facts? That will be the interesting topic for me. Facts is an interesting word. <laughs> you understand what I love, Steve. Yeah, no. I knew you uh, this is my dream <laughs> when, guest. When you, you join us. <laughs> um, when you get a financial spreadsheet, uh, it shows numbers. Uh -huh. Hopefully that add up, and but it doesn't really tell you where those numbers come from, or what those numbers mean at their core. So when you say facts, I mean this pen in front of me is blue, but it's more than that. Uh, it can also be called aqua. So all that is uh, <laughs> how I believe in something is a fact to me. This is who Steve is. What I do and how I treat you is different. I don't want to get too far off on that. No, and, yeah. and this is a good. And I want people to understand that that's why, I, and I think you're going to see where I'm bringing this, is that the reason they call it braver I wanted to get to that Thank is you. because it takes bravery to stand up and face these things and right. it and to be able to understand you know I'm thinking a little different than you're thinking right now right. but the fact that we could sit in this room and I can I can feel brave enough to say that is a good thing right. because then it leads me to be better do better I think that's the crux of the entire organization. It is. It is. You need to get uncomfortable. To you need to be able to have these difficult conversations. I'm excited. <laughs> because at the end of the day, when people are done, and believe me, there have been days where I've been with the banners in the streets. I'm old. I've done that. Okay. Uh, but there comes a point that when that's done, we have to carry on with our lives. And we all have personal lives. We're not a true democracy to the point that everyone votes on every single thing. Who has time for that? Right. That's right. why we have quote unquote politics. That's why we have our government function. But we need to get the, the another thing we've lost in this country is trust in each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. I trust that this is your position and this is your job and you're gonna handle that for me. Um, we need to get back there. And we need to get back there by knowing each other better. And that's our whole thing. And trusting the people that we see on the streets more than someone we hear on the radio that we've never met before. Or you see on Facebook. Yes, that's the we problem. need to trust We're... the people we interact with every single day. Yeah. 
you know, and that's the problem is people, it's that bandwagon of jumping on something because it's on Facebook. Um, let's see, our friend Michelle, most time when folks get upset, it's usually not what they say, it's how you say it. We listen Great to point. respond so many times rather than listening to understand. Correct. We debate others to try to change their minds but not learn from others. It sounds like this platform is an excellent learning tool. Kudos. Well, you know me, Michelle. You know, I, like I said, it piqued my interest when it was presented to me. And I understood that they were having some difficulty bringing in conservatives to get this balance. And so I, I agreed to get involved. And I'm not, I don't think I'll be sorry that I did because no. it's going to take me. And to you're going to bring in Charlotte. I think Charlotte yes. will be a really good. Yes, get. I'm so excited about that. But let's talk about the next steps as we're going forward. You had a meeting Tuesday night because I want the people that are listening right now and will be listening later to see if they're interested in getting involved, what the steps Great. are. Okay, let me give you my email and anyone can reach me. My name is Steve Skiffington. My email is S for Steve and then Skiffington, which is S-K-I-F like French, F like French, I-N-G-T-O-N, Steve Skiffington at braverangels.org. We have a beginning planning committee starting to, we're doing parallel tracks. We're putting together the organization here in New Bern, and on the other track, we're beginning to hold events such as the Red and Blue Workshop. So I'd like to invite everyone on Tuesday, September the 27th, we're going to have what we're calling a community informational event, and it's going to be at the Harrison Center here in town. It's on Middle, Middle, Middle Street. Street. Yeah, 311 Middle. And it's going to be from 6 to 7, where you can, uh, we'll have videos, we'll have stuff to pass out to you, explain who we are. Uh, several of us who are already in it will be there to have private conversations for small groups. We're going to have our state coordinator come down uh, from Raleigh, and he's going to speak to you. So that is September 27th. Uh, we're looking forward to that. And then we will be having, as I mentioned briefly earlier, our first red and blue workshop in New Bern. And if you go to our national website, which, of course, is braverangels.org, tool around at it. Look at it, and you will see all the workshops we have. Uh, I encourage you to look specifically at the red and blue, because that's what we're getting interested in. And you asked how the how people get into the workshop. In every workshop, we have a red organizer, which is going to be you, Sabrina. And thank you so much for taking that on. And so Sabrina's job on that part of her world, and she has a big world, is to find six to seven self-identified red or conservative voters who are willing to come to the table and listen and speak. And then right now we are looking for a blue organizer, I hope to have one on board the next week, who will do the same thing on their side. That person and Sabrina will work closely. How many of you got? I've got this number. Let's get you one more. So their whole job is to bring people to the table. So it never will be unbalanced. So for people who are interested, you don't have to worry that you go into this workshop and you know the, the blues have seven and we have four and Correct. the reds have four. If there's four on the red, then only four on, on the blue can participate. So that it will always be very even and um, right. uh, laid and, out that and, way. And people being people and be as they are, once each of the red and blue leaders 
have selected their number, invited them. They will also invite some people to be observers, uh, knowing that on the day of the workshop, someone may be sick, one of the reds or blues. And so the participants will be told, when you come in, you know, if we need you, if something happens would on you be willing morning, to participate? would you be willing to come in and fill that chair? Right. And so we've never had a problem. That always works effortlessly. And what we found is people leave the workshops and they actually, wow, Sabrina's a pretty nice lady. <laughs> Who would have known it? <laughs> I've been saying it. I've been saying it for years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. goodness and, gracious. And, and, yeah, and there are things that we will not agree on, which simply won't. But when it comes to governing ourselves, we have to find that common ground that there's enough agreement that we can still have police in the streets, fire people ready to go. Right. So it's really funny because during the election on, on election day, I had somebody come up to me, somebody that I've known a long time. And she grabbed my arms and looked me in the eyes and she said, I hate your politics. Okay. And just stopped. She says, but I love you and what you've done for this That's community what it's all about. and you have my vote. So, you know, I mean, there's there's a silver lining and it's okay. So, you know. That's what it's all so about. So maybe people will understand that I am okay. My They may not like my politics, but I am okay. <laughs> but we want to we want to make sure again. So uh, uh, September 27th. That is correct. September 27th, 6 p.m. at the Harrison Center. If you are interested, if you want to know more, first of all, go to braverangels.org where you can find out about the organization. If you want to hear even more beyond that, join us on September 27th, 6 p.m. at the Harrison Center, and uh, you can get involved. And then we're going to have this workshop sometime in October. We haven't set the date because based on our community input in September, Correct. we're trying to see how many people we get interested. And from there, we'll do a doodle poll or something like that, send it out to find out a date that would work for everybody. Understanding that this is probably like a full day workshop. Yes. And it, it will, it's not just you're gonna come for an hour, it's going to be- Oh yeah. A, it is a, a full day. A full day of, of exercises and, and a workshop. Right. I think we'll all walk away better for it. Now, as far as the exact date, and I'm getting into the weeds just a little bit, but I want people to understand because we would have each the red and the blue leaders have selected their number, it's really up to those numbered people to find the date that works for all for of them, them right. within a period of time, and then also check with the state level and make sure that the moderators can come in in that period. Right. So those people are the ones who actually set the date. Okay, yeah. I, and I think that looks great. And I think it's a good thing also too, Liz has posted on the site how you can contact Steve for more information. And that's Steve Skiffington at braverangels.org. Correction. S. Skiffington. S oh, S, okay. So I you updated need to fix that. Okay. So it's S. Skiffington and that's S-K-I-F like Frank, F like Frank, I-N-G-T-O-N at braverangels.org. And guys, check out this, I just bought a book off your book list. You did. <laughs> yeah. It's such a good reading list. So awesome. for the people who don't like arguing, <laughs> like to be at home reading, check out the library. Well, it's I, really I, good. I, I can beat that. When I was in seminary, I used to bring my laptop taking notes, you know, until the, the teacher or professor, or whatever you want to call them, would mention something. And one time I walked out of a three-hour seminar with six books I had already bought. Yes. <laughs> it's such a phenomenal. So watch your credit card, folks. Yes. 
Yes, that's it. But, you know, Steve, thank you. I want to thank yeah, you, so, thank you much so much for, for being with us today and talking about this. And I'm really looking forward to working with you on this. And I hope the outcome, you know, will really make an impact in our really wonderful little community we live in. Ladies, thank you again for opening the mic to me. Uh, I'm sorry I made you get up so early. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, uh, you owe me. When you I told him 8 o'clock, he went to me. What? You know, I, I promised him a third you know? cup of coffee. I've been up for a good two hours. So let's get this done, and let's. This is another reason that Newburn can really set the example. This so is adorable. Let's yeah. do it together, team. I thank you. Right. Rest Thanks, well. Steve. Yes, thank you for being here. We appreciate you being on City Talk. Thank you all. You've just heard Steve Skiffington, who is um, the director. Let's talk the local director here for Braver Angels. An organization you need to go online and check it out that will bring reds and blues liberals and conservatives together to talk about issues and to see how we can work better together as a community and that's braverangels.org yeah what a cool it is cool it's awesome thank you so much Thanks. so as we i'm going to talk to you a little bit we're going to get uh, our good friend uh Trent Woods Mayor Chuck Tyson on the line and we're going to have a little discussion today about the news of the week Mayor Tyson, are you there? Good morning. How are you? I am wonderful. Welcome to City Talk. Thank you so much. So let me get our listeners up to speed. For those of you that did not know, um, two weeks on July 29th, two weeks ago, uh, the Craven County Commissioners had a reconvened. It was a recessed meeting that they uh, held over to July 29th. And at that meeting, they uh, made a motion and passed... Uh, a decision to remove the name Newburn from the convention center for it now to be known as the Riverfront Convention Center of Craven County and decided that it would they would spend about $40,000 to change all the logos and remove the name and what have you. Of course, when I found out about it, I said, whoa, wait a minute, because I knew where we had been <laughs> and... Um, my good friend Mayor Tyson was right there leading the charge when all this happened. And um, we have decided that we think this is a bad move. It doesn't reflect who we are as a community. It doesn't reflect what the intentions were of the people who started the convention center and worked very, very hard to get the funding and everything else. And so um, this past week at the TDA meeting, we did pass a resolution to send to the uh, county commissioner saying as the tourism authorities in Craven County, we, we disagree with this decision and ask you to reverse the decision. Um, you know, nobody can give me a good reason why we should make this change. There was one dissenting vote, one, and that was Commissioner Danny Booker, who said, this doesn't make sense. I'm a businessman, this doesn't make sense. Why would we wanna change it? And I will say the charge was led by Havelock, okay? Havelock County Commissioner, uh, George Liner, who for the life of me, can't understand why it would bother him to remove the name Newburn when they have a tourist center that was paid for out of this tax um, in Havelock called the Havelock Tourist Center. So this was a it was a six one vote. So this it, was overwhelmingly a yes vote. Well, and I believe because Mr. Liner 
really worked the rest of the, the board. And Chuck, I'm sure you can chime in on this because we all know in government, you say, well, look, vote with me on this and I'll vote with you on that. And I know that happens in a lot of cases. So I don't know that that's how he worked it. The interesting thing was this item was never on the agenda. So the public really didn't know about it so that they could call their commissioner and say, I disagree with you. It was very quietly done. The commissioner, Denny Booker, who voted against it, didn't even know about that any of this had transpired till about two days before the uh, meeting. And at that point, all the calls had been made. So Chuck, I'm gonna let you weigh in now because I think I've said enough and you can take it from there. Okay, well, I do appreciate it. Listen, uh, first of all, I have the utmost respect for all the county commissioners. As I do, I. I, start, I served on the county board from 1994 for, for eight years. And uh, so I know they have a lot on their plate and a lot of decisions to make. But I uh, I think the decision to rename the convention center is, is not a good decision. And I would like to call on them to reconsider. Now, I was involved in this uh, the concept of the convention center from the very beginning, because shortly after I went on the board, there was an effort uh, to to uh, build a convention center in Craven County to help with our tourism, attract more people to come here to spend their money, to support our merchants and and raise sales tax revenue, et cetera, et cetera. And there were all kinds of ideas of of what to do, but there had to be a funding source. So we, the, the General Assembly was asked to pass a tourism tax, uh, uh, basically a tax on the hotel rooms uh, that would be a dedicated source of funding to pay for a, quote, convention center in Craven County. The concept was to have one convention center at the most logical place that we could find that would attract the most people to Craven County to, that would benefit the entire county. Uh, we had to get the state senator, who was Beverly Purdue at the time, uh, to support the legislation. And of course, uh, we, we wound up in a situation where we had both Craven County, the city of Newburn, and the town of Havelock getting involved in it, and the senator said that she would not support the legislation unless all three uh, entities came together. They, she wanted it to be unanimous. So, uh, you know, politics is the art of compromise. So we, we met time and time again with representatives of Newburn and Havelock and, of course, the county commissioners trying to hammer out something. Um, well, if, you, if you remember, we basically locked... Tom Bayless, who was the mayor of Newburn, Jimmy Sanders, the mayor of Havelock, and uh, Lee K. Allen, who was the chairman of the right. county commissioners, at, on the top floor of the Doubletree Hotel right. and said, yeah. don't come out until you figure it out. <laughs> right. Does the, can I ask a right. point of clarification? Does the yeah. tax benefit the county or the city of Newburn? No, the, the tax is collected by the county okay. and it goes to the county TDA. Perfect. That's and the TDA, the first half of it, goes to marketing and promoting Craven County, which includes Newburn and Havelock as a tourism destination. Okay. The other half goes so, to the debt service and operation of the convention. Maintenance of the, okay, perfect. Thank okay, you. Okay, so so anyhow, we 
we met and after many lengthy and heated discussions, we came up with a compromise in which part of the funding for the tourism tax would be dedicated to the town of Havelock so they could use it as they saw fit with a tourist center in Havelock. I believe the amount that they were going to get was give or take ninety-five to $100,000 per, per year for 20 years. That's what it was. Then the balance of the funds would be used to build a convention center in Newburn. The original concept for our convention center was much bigger than what we have now because we were going to have the convention center that's there now and out in front of it we were going to have a uh, another building that would be used to house stuff like for boat shows and exhibit an exhibit hall. hall yes when when we we worked out the compromise with Havelock with the loss of that $97,000 a year income we had to scale back the Newburn uh, uh, project so we we had to abandon the exhibit hall and uh, we did it frankly with the understanding that at some point in time, we would come back and do that because everybody agreed that having an exhibit hall would vastly increase the number of conventions. Anyhow, uh, after after we got the legislation passed and everybody was on board with what was going to happen, we proceeded to buy about five different tracts of land in downtown Newburn to build a convention center. At that time, it was not named. When it came time to name the convention center, everybody's got ideas. And believe me, uh, there were multiple ideas of what to name the convention center. Well, the uh, we decided to, instead of people like myself who don't know that much about marketing or tourists, we, uh, uh, we hired an agency that specializes in branding and marketing. And after, after their uh, process, they came up with the name of the convention center, uh, basically the Newburn Convention Center. And uh, when I asked the logic, you know, how do you come about coming up with something like this? It was very obvious. They said, if you do a study on name recognition, if you ask anybody in the state, <clears throat> mention Newburn NC, most of them are going to at least know something about it. If you mention Craven County, unless you live in one of the surrounding counties, you, you know, people in Mecklenburg County and up in the mountains, a lot of them might not have even heard of Craven County. So after much discussion and paying the consulting fee, a lot of money, <clears throat> it was named for what it's been, the Newburn Convention Center. And it's been operated like that ever since. So I think I think that to change the name after 20 years of advertising and promoting to change the name to me does not make any sense. And every you know, I've tried to think about it from every possible angle and I, I can't make it make any sense. I was a county commissioner for eight years. I never had one person to my knowledge, complain about the name of the convention center. Everybody was just glad to have it. So there was a... And, uh, uh, so so, Ch so Chuck, line, let me tell you, so this is what, um, you know, Com Commissioner Tom <clears throat> Mark is a member of the Tourism Development Authority, and in our meeting on Wednesday, you know, he said that 
the citizens of Craven County were upset that the building that they paid for, because um, he did state that about uh, $7 million has had to be subsidized over the last 22 years. And understand the convention center opened in 2000, so we're now at year 22, um, that they felt it should say Craven County and not Newburn. And, you know, uh, again, that they never use the building, they're never in there. So uh, one of our uh, board members said, well, the county controls the cost of the convention center. Why don't you just lower the pricing so that more locals can use it? Even though, as you know, that center is a convention center, not a civic center. So it was meant to attract outside groups to use it because they are the ones that are paying for it by staying in hotels. I don't know if you remember all that discussion back then. Yeah. Oh, yes. I remember all the discussions and uh, they're lengthy and we don't have enough time this right. morning. What I'm getting at is simply the name is irrelevant. You need to have the name that will promote the most business in and around this area. Craven County. So the name, let me give an example. Uh, how many people have complained about the name of the hospital? The hospital is owned by Craven County taxpayers. That's a, that county owns the hospital. It originally was Craven County Hospital. Right. Now it's not. Why? Why is it not? Because they, after much study and much thought, they said, we are marketing the hospital, not as a Craven County hospital. We're marketing this thing to get a bigger uh, share of the hospital business in the, in the state. So they came up after much consideration and spending money on branding and marketing. The county owns it, but it's not called the Craven County Hospital. Same thing with the airport. Airport, right? Airport owns the, the airport is owned by the Craven County taxpayers. It originally, well, originally it was the uh, Simmons Knot Airport, but it eventually became the Craven Regional Airport. And then over the time, with experts and marketing and in an effort to get more business and expand their reach. It is now called something different to reflect their their interest in getting a wider marketing area. So to change this from the Newburn Convention Center, uh, after 20 years of advertising and promoting it, to something different, because and I respect Mr. I respect Commissioner Mark. I I support him, but I disagree with the fact that many people, many people want this thing changed. I cannot buy into that. I've never had anybody during my term uh, on the county board object to the name. There shouldn't be any small town politics being played here about the name. This is bigger than small town, town commissioner, uh, 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 county commissioner, you know, type stuff. We're looking at the big picture. We want as many people to come to Craven County and spend as much of their money as they can to benefit our businesses <clears throat> and our 
uh, tax base and every, everything else. Right. So and during uh, your term, I, it's, just, it's just a bad decision. And I personally uh, hope that uh, that at the next board meeting, the commissioners will reconsider this. But besides the fact that it's going to it's going to cost them forty thousand dollars just to change the signage and the the uh, website oh, and uh-huh. stuff like that. And somebody said, "Well, you know, what's the big what's forty thousand dollars? It's uh, it's not county tax dollars." Well, I, as an elected official, wasteful spending is wasteful spending. Amen. And uh, that, that yeah, yeah, I understand that the forty thousand is coming out of the TDA trust fund. But that's forty thousand dollars being spent that can no longer be there to be spent to promote Craven County. Right. So, so, so Chuck, uh, do you believe because you were you were there in the early years in the convention center, um, did have operational shortfalls? We were in the beginning, so the amount of tax that was taken in just about covered the debt service, but did not cover the operations. Therefore, <clears throat> the county had to. Put in again what i'm being told is over 22 years seven million dollars of quote unquote you know fund balance has been put in there don't you believe though that and i know i can back into the numbers we have generated that plus plus in sales tax over these 22 years of the hotel well, state let me just let me just cut you off uh, right okay. there uh, sabrina uh the convention center nobody told us the county commissioners that built that on a year-in, year-out basis, the thing is going to make, quote, money. Uh, if you're going to, I mean, if, if convention centers made money from operational revenue, uh, they, they would be one on every street corner. But the facts are that they make money for the community, and then it uh, the money comes back to the county in the long run through uh, uh, additional uh, people coming here. That economic here, impact. You know, they, mm-hmm. Economic impact, and they get in sales tax dollars. So, yes, I understand that maybe over the 20 years that the county tax coffers have had to, to kick in money. That was, that was uh, uh, we knew that from the beginning, but uh, you have to factor in, these other sources of income, such as additional sales tax revenue, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, I don't buy that argument. But but even if I did, if if the argument is the the county the county is having to t- subsidize the convention center, and that is bothering me as a county commissioner, well then. Uh, how does changing the name help cut down on that shortfall that the county's having to put in? Exactly. It's not. It's exactly. going to make it worse. It's going to make it worse. So if a county commissioner is is, is really uh, uh, the, 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 quote, shortfall is what's bothering them, then to be candid with you, it looks like they would make a motion to close the convention center. Versus changing the name, you I mean, know, it, so I don't so buy the argument about the shortfall. Well, this, I, I, I'm I agree with you. It's boiled down to a local county city havelock argument, just like what we had 20 years ago, which frankly I thought we had put to bed. I did, too. and everybody was happy. Havelock was happy. 
Newburn's happy. The county uh, facilitated uh, something that I think is in the best interest of the county, the convention center, the Newburn Convention Center. So, so uh, your your um, commissioner would be uh, E.T. Mitchell. I was very surprised that she actually seconded the motion that was made because, again, she was a Newburn alderman, now a commissioner representing Newburn and you know Trent Woods, Riverbend, and that area. And and the biggest surprise to me is that no one on the county commissioner board reached out to any people in tourism. So the the TDA executive director, people like yourself who were involved in from get, beginning, nobody. You know, nobody reached out to anybody. And Tom Marks actually on our board. I thought that they would have at least said, hey, can you give me some information? Give me some facts. Um, well, I, was, I was surprised I, at that. I don't, I ha I don't know uh, the logic uh, uh, for, for, you know, the commissioners doing what they did. None of them, you know, and they, and they don't have to reach out to me about anything. I understand that. But uh, uh, I, I do think that if you're going to do, you know, if you're going to make a major decision like that, you should do your research and 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 go back to the very beginning and and get brought up to date instead of just uh, jumping out there with nothing on the agenda. For instance, there are people like myself that might have come to if the Board of Commissioners had it on the agenda or decided to have a public meeting to discuss it would have come and laid out my arguments and heard, heard their argument. Right. And the only thing that I take away from this is for some reason, there's some, some animosity between the county board of commissioners and the town of uh, Newburn Alderman. And uh, folks, we have to look past that. That sounds like Congress up there <laughs> each other and get nothing done. <laughs> We we need to overlook any anything any whatever, and just do what is in the best interest of the uh, uh, county as a whole. Correct. Newburn, we're we're we pay county taxes in Newburn, so we're contributing to that just as much as anybody else. So we have a, a voice and a stake in it. What do you think, people? What would you like to see people do? Uh, I mean, do you think they should? You know, are we urging people to call commissioners and ask them to rescind this? Organizations. I know the TDA. We did pass a resolution asking them to to rescind this and to you know that we did well, not agree. You know, I I, I would encourage, you know, as an elected official here in Craven County for 35 plus years, I always like to get input from citizens, pro right. and con. I'm not always right. Believe it or not, this is hard to believe, Sabrina, but I've made a <laughs> mistake. Okay? But, but I try, if I make one, uh, I, you know, if, if, if I have, sometimes you can make a mistake, you can't correct it. You know, but if you make a, a, a judgment error or mistake that can be corrected and this one can be because uh, this just happened. I don't think the signs have been ordered, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, that this can be corrected by simply uh, having a public hearing, mm -hmm. invite the, all these people that are upset about the name to come and present their side of the story and then invite the people like myself who think it should be left the way it is to come lay out our uh, uh, logic behind it and then let uh, let the chips fall wherever they fall. 
but I don't think this was a well thought out uh, uh, thing. And as I said before, I respect the commissioners. I know how I know how politics works. I've been there. I've done that. And uh, I I would just call on them to uh, just come back and 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 hear both sides. And then uh, if they feel like there's more reason to leave it after after hearing both sides, more reason to leave it like it is, just rescind the motion. No, you know, don't worry about it. Just rescind the motion and move on to the next uh, uh, can I, problem. Can I say something? Yeah, sure. Jump in. Liz wants to say so something. So I'm an outsider. And I did look up, you know, the history of the airport, the history of all these things. And every time the name has changed, it explicitly says on the EWN Coastal Carolina Regional Airport website that they changed it to reflect the regional significance. Because as it was stated, it wasn't a New Bern airport. It was a regional airport. It's not a New Bern convention center. It's a it's a county convention center with county tax that benefits Havelock citizens also. Well, Havelock has has a center there as well. Yeah, but I also the, think- the purpose the purpose of the naming of, a, of of something like this to me is to get the you know get, get the best bang for your buck. We want people to recognize the name. We want them to uh, when they hear it in Asheville, they hear the Newburn Convention Waterfront Convention Center. We've been advertising it for twenty years. It makes no sense to change the name to Craven County. I am from Craven County. I am proud of Craven County, but I don't see this as a county city issue. This is a business issue. Most of the people on the board of commissioners are business people. They should recognize that what has been done, if they have researched it, was done in the best interest of getting the biggest bang for the buck and getting as many people to utilize the convention center as possible. So I wanna answer to Liz too, because we have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars in the last 20 years, probably almost a million or more dollars in marketing Newburn because Newburn is the draw to get people here and then they enjoy all that Craven County has to offer. By calling it Craven County, if you go across the state, the country, convention centers are not named by the county. It's some name to drive them to the city, to the area. Um, and, and that's the idea. It's it's marketing more than anything in that New Bern is the destination, is the hub. But, and that the, If you had taken that convention center and put it, I don't know, in the middle of somewhere, People, they want the city. They want to come into downtown. They wanted the hotels. Chuck will tell you is that we we were offered free property all over to put the convention center there, but we paid $1 million to, to cite the convention center where it was because, again, the studies that we paid a lot, $50,000 for, told us that was the best place and would drive the most business there. Sabrina, let me, let me ask you this. In Carter County, is that the Moorhead City Convention Center? Or is that the Crystal Coast? It's Convention? the Crystal Coast Civic. Uh, it's a okay. Civic Center. It is not a convention well, center. That's okay, the but difference. I wonder. I wonder why it's named the Crystal Coast instead of Moorhead or, or Carter County. Right. It's named it's a marketing Crystal name, Coast right? Because that's a marketing. Uh, 
marketing tool to get them to get the maximum use of it. Right. So I've got Eric Queen sitting here, and this yeah. week, Eric, um, he wrote the article. He actually interviewed uh, Commissioner Booker, Commissioner Liner, uh, Jack Vite, and talking about it. So I thought he could just share a little bit of what, again, Commissioner Liner, who made the motion, um, you know, and your thoughts on this, because you did a lot of research in, in writing the article. Yeah, I don't know how much extra I can provide. You guys seem to know more than I did. And <laughs> anyway, like that, you know, like what I could say is like, from my perspective, you know what I mean? I've, I've lived in Newburn now 12 years. Um, well, I lived in Craven County 12 years. Let me rephrase that because I actually lived more time in Havelock than I did. Um, from <laughs> My first thing was a marketability. Like when I first heard about the change was a, a marketability thing. Like if you're trying to market the convention center up and down the East Coast to get a business in, let's say, Pennsylvania, like, you know, to come right. here. I think the draw, and this isn't to say anything adverse about the rest of the county. The draw is the colonial capital. The draw is the way that you can market the the city of Newburn. If I had to guess, um, as far as like the process that we went through to come up with <clears throat> changing the name, I don't think the commissioners did anything wrong in that process. Um, I think it could have been a l handled a little bit better. I would have, I would like to hear what Havelock would have to say. Like if you went to the Havelock Board of Commissioners, which I'm going to, I think, <laughs> I think they probably would have said no, leave it as Newburn. I'm not trying to speak for them, but. Again, to your point, um, Newburn is just one city in this county. We probably we probably should have got feedback from the city of Havelock, feedback from Riverbend, feedback from Trent Woods, from Bridgeton, from. Hey, you know, hey, Chuck, would in, your board be willing to, um, you know, send a resolution in support of not naming, not changing the name? Well, obviously, I can't speak for the I board, but I would be glad to. I I would support that and uh, and get it in front of the board. Uh, for their consideration, and of course, I would think that they would ask me the, the rationale behind this, and I would explain it kind of like I just did for the last fifteen. Not feel right. confident they would support. So, the, from uh, a from, from a process standpoint, the way that this <clears throat> the way that this worked, and from my understanding, I guess this has been talked about for a long longer time than this apparent process. Um, but it actually all started back in May. Um, in, knew about it, not even dead. in May, during a commissioner's working meeting, um, Mr. Liner um, made a motion and they gave direction to the county staff to um, basically come back to them and like research a potential name change. Um, so then the county, obviously, they took the direction of the board and did what they were told. And then at, um, so then there was a commissioner's meeting and I'm not saying any of this to say anybody anybody did anything wrong but there was a commission meeting on July 18th on that meeting ended up running over and they had to go into a recess and then reconvene on July 29th um so it was not listed as an agenda item and again I'm not saying that they did anything wrong but the the name change was not listed as an agenda item um they closed out the July 18th meeting. They made a motion to reconvene on July 29th. When they reconvened on July 29th, the agenda for July 29th was never published. Uh, and again, I'm not saying that they did anything like wrong, right? Because it was supposed to be a continuation of the July 18th meeting. And that agenda was a published, but again, changing the name of the convention center is not on the agenda. But it was on a agenda PowerPoint slide that the county sent me, right? That was presented to the commissioners at that time. So when they reconvened on July 29th, 
the broadcast ended. In other words, like how we always broadcast the commissioner meetings, the alderman mm -hmm. meetings, those were broadcast on July 18th. When they reconvened on July 29th, it was not broadcast. Um, at that meeting is when they made the motion to change the name on July 29th. When they brought it up, again, there is no video of it as of yet. Um, I, I, the county is looking to see it. He said that they may have a recording of it, and he's looking and he's going to notify me if he, if he finds one to find out what the debate was. So I don't know what the debate was internally. All I do know is is that um, Commissioner uh, George Liner made the motion. Uh, Commissioner E.T. Mitchell seconded it. Commissioner now, what's significant about this is that there was obviously more conversation than just um, changing the name. And the reason why I say that is, is because the original vote to change the name went six to one. Immediately following that was a debate about logos. And we passed a logo five to two. So there was also work going on behind the scenes. I don't know who created these two logos. Did a company create these two logos? Did the county staff create these two logos? I just learned about that. Like, So they, they were already ready to go with a, a logo. In other words, like the name was approved and then the very next thing there was like, okay, choose a logo. Here's they two knew logos. What, they knew what the votes were gonna right. be. <laughs> so it's like, why did we have two logos ready to go on, like on, on the second one? And, and again, I get it. A lot of times, let's just be honest. A lot of times we already know what the vote's going to be right. before we show up to a meeting anyways, anything like that. But I just like, you know what I mean? From, from a, and again, I, I, I don't think anybody intentionally like did anything wrong. <laughs> no, and nobody's slamming. We're I, just I, asking I don't think, to reconsider. Yeah. Really, I, at this but point. I think, I think changing the name is probably more significant to the residents than people are giving it credit for. I, and I the totally transparency agree. level, all, when you talk about something like that, should have been a, a lot more. And I think, I think, and again, I could be wrong, I think you would have found that residents from the entire Craven County, not just citizens of New Bern, the majority of citizens, would have ventured to say, let's leave it the name of New Bern. And then there's going to be a certain percentage. I mean, I just talked to somebody out in the lobby about this and they said, I don't like, they're like, I don't really care what the name is. I care about spending $40,000 to unnecessarily change a name. Like, um, I, I, and I agree like, with that. And uh, Chuck, I just, you know, we're, we're a little past our nine o'clock hour here and I know you have somewhere else to go, but um, I, I appreciate your insight. You know, I was uh, shoulder to shoulder with you when we got this convention center started and working on it and it's really been such a an amazing asset to our county to our cities in both Havelock and New Bern and um, I hope we can again get citizens to call the commissioners to you know get together and let them know how they feel well I, I would encourage them to do that uh, they need to voice their opinion the commissioners have the final say correct we we certainly respect that that's what we elected them for but uh i i, I would think that something like this would warrant uh, open discussion with uh with the uh yeah with with more than just the county commissioners they should they should work out and try to get a, a consensus and if the idea if their plan has the logic behind it uh then they will you know it should be they will prevail but i i don't see any logic behind <coughs> it at all other than it's a uh 
versus city type issue. And like I said, we need to move on past that. Right. I, I couldn't agree with you more. You're also closing words. Yeah, that, sure. Like, I, I don't want the I don't want this. Like, I, again, <laughs> I, I, one of the things like where I'm like, OK, is this going to turn into a, you know, a, a tit for tat? You're 90 days away from an election for the county officials. Who's like what happens if election? What happens if people start lobbying? The current candidates and then they come in and they say well you can vote to change it but the second we come in we're going to make a motion to change it right back right you know what i mean because like who's to say that somebody's not going to call future commissioner chadwick howard and say where do you stand on this right are you going to totally support agree. us and re and and, and moving change it, it again uh, absolutely. and changing it again and now we spend eighty thousand. right you, you know, like and so again i think everybody should have been consulted first to avoid that kind of thing and the way you do that is by reaching out to the the aldermen, the commissioners in Havelock. I don't know what you guys are called in Trent Woods. Commissioners. Or are they commissioners or if they, um, but they're closer to the residents than the county representatives are. Correct. And so it would have been, in my opinion, like that should have been your starting point was to go to each of the boards and say, hey, look, this is something we're going to sit at the county level. We would like to get city input right. on, totally agree. on this. So, so as, as we're coming to a close here, um, Liz and I, we love these kind of discussions, and I'm sorry we didn't have a, a, a full hour to discuss this today, but please, everybody, stay tuned. I'm trying to convince... It uh, sounds like this is a good topic for braver angels. Yes, that's right. For, you guys can for, all have for, this for, out. Um, Newburn oh. Live to put a poll up there. We'd like to get a poll going to sure. see how the citizens think about this. And yeah, you're right, Jonathan, leave it alone, save the 40,000 and let's move on. And we're gonna do that. I just wanna remind everybody in closing today that tomorrow RCS, Religious Community Service, which is celebrating its 40th birthday. I remember when it was started, woo, I'm old. But um, you know, the amazing work they have done in this community, they are celebrating with a block party from four to eight tomorrow over there on George Street. Don't miss it, participate, get out. I'm sure Newburn Live will share that today. It's nine to four, I think is what Michelle said. Right, right, and so, um, no, four to nine. Four to nine. Yes, okay, four to nine. Don't show Sorry. up at nine for the afternoon. Hopefully it'll be it's a little cooler, but get out and enjoy it. Um, this has been a great show, and we'll be back again next week, and we're going to have, hopefully, our good friend Bethany Richards talking about kickboxing, which they do a great job on. And uh, Liz, what are you going to do? I'll see you on the sidewalk. I will see you on the sidewalks. Okay, I'm excited. Everybody. Take care. Monday night, 6 o'clock, transition of the Board of Aldermen. Thanks. Bye. Bye.